0: Welcome to Let Freedom Speak Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Wright. And I'm your
1: co-host, Adam Glenn. Where we bring God first, attempt to awaken the woken, and help bring despotism to an end. We
0: will be bringing together patriots and alike to end the tyranny our forefathers once fought
1: so hard to escape. So let it be known, we are Let Freedom Speak Podcast. And it's time for we, the people, to
0: speak. Now, sit down, get ready for fact-based terms, history, and mind-blowing education, including news and interviews with we
1: the people, well-known and unknown by some. Come learn with us, as we the people of the United States help educate the uneducated and come to the terms of letting freedom speak. Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of the Let Freedom Speak podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Adam Glenn. This is your host, Mr. Austin Wright, and our special guest, Malcolm McGough. Right here in studio with us, and Austin. Hit him with it.
0: All right fellow Americans and Patriots out there, remember to like, subscribe, and ring that notification bell. It helps us out a lot. We're establishing this podcast from the bottom up. So, you know, we praise anybody. Just hit that subscribe button. If we get deplatformed, we are on Rumble. We are on Vimeo.
1: Spotify.
0: Spotify. You could even when you ask your alexa that listens to everything that you're doing you (laughs) could even say let me listen to hey alexa let freedom speak podcast and it will bring up our shows Um, so we have audio and visual platforms we also have our um our merchandise store up we have some great t-shirts and sweaters up and a coffee mug for you so you could. I'm actually
1: wearing one right now uh, if you can see the back there's a big huge symbol it looks just like that one and uh they're they're great quality uh we were able to order our our merchandise and actually inspect the quality and it is tip top
0: and you know you'll you'll get a lot of other patriots coming up to you um asking you those Those very weird questions.
1: Like-minded people, your friends, people who are patriots just like you.
0: And with our Patreon, I'm going to add a little snippet to this segment. Um, With our Patreon, we start at $3. We have different membership packages.
1: Different tiers.
0: Different tiers, um, which include uh, monthly Zoom videos where you the viewers or fans want to speak with us or even malcolm um and ask us some questions
1: anything you want
0: and uh, it goes all the way up to 15 dollars. the 15 dollar patreon will include your name and we will give your patriotic company a shout out on the podcast and let the world know who you are and and let them know there are patriotic companies out there that you're willing to help out our fellow Americans through all of this tyranny we're going through right now
1: yeah especially right now especially after what just happened two weeks ago
0: and I know that's a lot of stuff to remember so we made it very easy we have a link tree you just click on that link tree it's going to bring up everywhere that every platform that we are on All the way from your social media to our videos to contacting us to requesting to come onto the show. Just click that link tree on that link below and it will make your life easier. And also I just want to thank our good Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for um, giving us all of his blessings and protection for us. And for all the viewers that are watching right now we're praying for you. For the Patriots and uh, for all of our uh, constitutional um, candidates that are out yeah. there with the uh, midterm <laughs> elections, we're praying for you guys. Um, so I'm going to start off with prayer. Um, thank you, Lord, for for opening all these doors for for our candidates and and uh, showing showing everybody in the world your love towards the people. Um, Through all the grief that we may be feeling right now, we still just want to thank you, Lord, for always being there for us. While we are down, while we have our everyday struggles, um, we're praying for our leadership to step up and and United States of America to start falling back onto you, God, as uh, you are our Creator, you are our true Father And with that said, in Jesus' name, I say amen. 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 Amen.
1: Absolutely good prayer.
0: So like the last podcast, I'm going to uh, read a little scripture. It's from Romans. It has to do with the times that, you know, what's, what's going on to us right now. It is Romans 14. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him, and eateth for God hath deceived him. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holden up. For God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doeth not regard it. He that eateth eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord he eateth not and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why doest thou judge thy brother, or why doest thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account to himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, and no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I'm going to skip to um, Scripture 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth, Christ is acceptable to God and approve of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things where one may edify another. So with that said, and that scripture.
1: I think that it's time that we give Malcolm the floor. <laughs> because this gentleman uh, across from me is an absolute wealth of political knowledge, and he knows the players, including the top players. Question, I'm sure everybody at home, anyone listening, how did you meet Donald Trump?
2: I I suppose we could go back to uh, 2000. uh nine when I came to America and my then wife decided in uh, December of 2009 that she was going to run for Attorney General and uh, I uh, was the cheapest campaign manager she she could find Mm. so I was it but uh, what I learned during that time was just how uh, far the Republican Party had moved away from God and uh, and that saddened me completely. Uh, One of the things that she had in a platform was freedom, faith and fortune. And the republican party in connecticut wanted her to take faith out of her platform uh, for whatever reason uh, well she refused and uh, she was a, a kind of a trump uh, trump in a, a female's body and um so she she just refused so we ran the campaign and we did a great job and, and because of that campaign uh, um we got a reputation of being able to do a lot with a little for example we won the uh, the the um, convention with 67 percent of the vote and uh the the opponent got 15 percent, which just happened to be the amount that the republican party's favorite boy uh, needed to get uh to be able to primary my then wife well she went on to win the the primary i think it was 60.5 to 30 point something nice uh, and we spent uh, i think twenty thousand dollars uh between the convention and the primary which was unheard of yeah uh, the, her opponent had spent about 180 thousand dollars we then went on to the uh, the general election and we spent um, another hundred thousand plus and uh, we got 45.6 percent of the vote in the, one of the most bluest states of the country uh, not uh, second only to uh, california so we got a bit of a reputation in 2013 i started uh, getting involved in, in politics up until 2010 it was just focused on the ag's race then we would help out uh, other candidates in congressional races and the midterms and that sort of thing but then I started uh, getting involved in other races, and uh, then in 2015 the call came out from the Trump campaign um, to have volunteers come up to New Hampshire, and of course I was right on board with Trump. Uh, in fact, I posted on my Facebook in 2015 when Trump came down the escalator that that here comes the next president and first lady of the United States of America, and of course I was shellacked <laughs> from people all over the world, including my my home in Australia, because they they couldn't stand him. But I saw something special in Trump, uh, a a strength that I I didn't see in other candidates, a willingness to go out on a limb that I didn't see in other candidates, a willingness to tell the truth rather than tell what the people wanted, a willingness to go against the wind rather than putting up a finger to the wind and going with wherever the wind was driving. So um, I thought he was the man. And uh, so I headed up to New Hampshire along with a couple of other people. And for, for, I met Trump there, I became the, the kind of go-to person for the media whenever they came into the, the, the campaign office, I would be the one that w- would speak to the media. And so I, I got a flavour for, for speaking to the media and, and getting clear in my own mind what I wanted to say about, about Trump and what the campaign was all about. And then, of course, I was invited to go down to South Carolina, then to Dallas, Texas, then to Cleveland, Ohio, back to Connecticut, then to Wisconsin, then to West Virginia, so I, I travelled the country, it was, and I drove most of those uh, those uh, routes, so um, at any venue I would get to see Trump and, and, and shake his hand, and, and then um, in uh, 2016, in May of 2016, was when I decided to go to um, California, and I had no authority to go to California, but uh, I went anyway. And uh, then got asked to run the Anaheim Women's Rally, and uh, so I saw Trump on many occasions. And, um, and uh, you know, I even offered, offered, offered him a Tim Tam in New Hampshire. If you know what a Tim Tam is, the Australia's most favourite Arnott biscuit. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the uh, secret service were quite, uh, you know, uh, worried about that, <laughs> thinking it might be poisoned. What but kind it, of biscuit? It's, uh, it's called a Tim Tam.
0: No, but you, you named it a certain type of biscuit. It's, you said the Australian...
2: A A Tim Tam. Uh, it, yeah, it's, a, it's a kind of a wafer with chocolate on the outside. And, oh, wafer, okay, yeah. okay. Unlike your Oreos. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't remember. It was so long ago since I've been to Australia.
2: And, yeah, so I, I met him on several occasions, and, and uh, I, I loved what I saw. I, I loved, loved the growth that I saw in him spiritually. I, lo- I loved the, the strength of him just saying what he needed to say rather than what his minders wanted him to say, and... Um, Speaking the truth about uh, how America had been screwed by foreign countries, I mean, I think about uh, China and China being allowed into the World World Trade Organization in, I think, 2001. In in 1995, I attended staff college uh, as a senior major, and my thesis at staff college was Chinese national security perceptions. And in that, I described how China would not need to become a military power to become the economic power of the world. All they would need is for the demise of American manufacturing. And, of course, from 1995 to 2001, that's when it started. America's manufacturing was kind of...
1: Decimated. ...sent
2: overseas. And that was the politicians at the time. And I don't know whether they were bribed or or what, but but it destroyed American manufacturing. And American um, uh, business, um, which is, of course, 75% of the employment of uh, uh, people in America is done by small business, not the big not the big corporations. So I-, I watched how Trump started talking about um, you know, the economy, bringing back um, um, uh, businesses from offshore, bringing back the the investments that were parked offshore because the interest rates here in America were way too high, um, reducing taxes, giving the strength back to the American people to pursue. Whatever they wanted to pursue, and that's one of the key mentions in the in the in the, in the the um, Declaration of Independence: the right to pursue happiness, whatever you want, you can pursue it here in America. And that had been taken away, in my understanding, from the American people and American businesses because they were hamstrung. They were hamstrung by regulations. They were hamstrung by high taxes. They were hamstrung by uh, trade agreements that put them at odds with uh, the trade agreement, so they didn't have any, any advantage. Um, so. I just saw this man as being not not a savior in any way. I didn't ever put him up on that pedestal, but a man that believed in America. And then I started watching many of the videos of Trump being interviewed, and and when he was younger, and how he said one one of the interviews was uh, from a lady. She said, "Will you ever run for president?"
1: I remember this,
2: and he he said, "No, I I I, I well maybe, <laughs> but I got a sense then that that he had." an eye for America, uh, and whether it was going to be through uh, him uh, driving economic growth th- through his businesses, or, or whether it was as President of the United States, uh, he was going to be there right at the front, doing what he needed to do for the American people.
0: And he proved that, I believe. Um, he may have used some wrong words, uh, but, you know, <laughs> we're not angels that are our, our founding fathers, even, I, I believe it was Thomas Jefferson or uh, James Madison, I, I can't remember the exact uh, founding father, but but he he made a certain statement uh, during the uh, the Federalist Papers, uh, declaring, you know, men are not angels, and the government are not angels, and so we have to understand, you know, that the people that look so deep into what Trump was saying and how yeah. they think is attacking somebody. That's not a, t- he's look how much attacks that he had. He didn't, yeah. he didn't have to do Absol- this presidency. Absolutely, He, he was, he's multi billion. He has billions and billions and billions of dollars. He doesn't have to be for we, the people. He didn't have to stick up for us. And that's what made me, I mean, I voted mm-hmm. for him and, uh, and I wanted to see him prove himself and he proved it. And anybody that even asks that question of, you know, that goes against Trump, you can just, you can simply say and prove them wrong by just saying, well, what has Joe Biden done? Yeah. What did President yeah. Trump do wrong?
2: You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I often um, talk to people about uh, the brashness of Trump. You know, People say, oh, he's so brash and he, he's so cr- uh, crude. And, uh, and uh, you know, he says things about women... You know, I say, just let it go through to the catcher because it's not important. What's important is what he does. And then I say, have you ever been inside a football dressing room? Yeah, a locker room. Uh, a well, locker room, that's what I mean. Uh, you know, the bravado in there is typical male bravado. Yeah. And and I say, just let it go through to the catcher and focus on what he's done and what he did and, and what he... Has, has done for this country going forward. I mean, he set this, set this com- uh, country up for growth beyond anything that anybody could have ever imagined. And, uh, and sadly, going through this last four years, uh, last two years, I should say, yeah, it had to happen so that the, the eyes of the American people would open. And uh, I believe they are open now, including their ears.
1: I always found it uh, very, very intriguing that I don't know if you ever were involved with him when he was actually in the White House, but the left came at him with everything and spent untold millions, hundreds of millions, maybe on trying to find some dirt on Donald Trump. And the only thing they could find was a recording of him saying, something about grabbing a female body part and that is it and i if i was president you could take my computer and literally find things to impeach me with within about 30 seconds they looked for four years and couldn't find anything they just had to make things up how do you stay that crispy clean they're still doing it too well that
2: that 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 uh grabbing somebody's private part was before the election oh yeah i know and and i i just cringed i said oh no that's the end and then i thought no the people are going to see through that the people are going to see through the media just trying to destroy this man and destroy any opportunity that he would have to save america and uh, because they don't care about america The, the Fake mainstream media don't care about America. Neither does the, Demo- uh, the the liberal progressive left. All they're interested in is destroying the middle class of America so that America can be uh, controlled and taken in to the new world order. That's that's what this is all about. Yeah,
0: and and if you guys, you the viewers, don't know about the new world order, uh, most of the presidents, besides the constitutional presidents, uh, have declared that. We're going to form a new world order. Joe Biden said it. Obama said it.
1: George Uh, Bush Senior. George Bush Senior. uh,
0: George Bush said it. Um, The only one that didn't say it was Reagan. Yeah, Nixon said said it. Yes. Um, Yeah, Reagan. Reagan didn't say it. And and look how they attacked him. And look at how they're attacking Trump. It's anybody that's going against the the cabal and uh if you could explain the cabal yes please
2: the cabal goes back hundreds and hundreds of years but but it, it it really um and you know i'm going to paraphrase a lot of this yeah. because it's it's about that 13 families that control the the world economic forum and the central banks so and when
0: i went like on the previous podcast I, I said the bloodline and there were some viewers that were asking what's the bloodline so so we're that's just talking. another little hint yeah uh, cabal bloodline and,
2: and, and they they um control a lot of the major u.s uh, sorry um world organizations like the united nations like the world health organization like the world economic forum um, they control big pharma they control um a host of organizations that have are out to destroy america now you you can go look this up yourself mm. i mean it, it's hard for, for, for somebody uh, on, on a radio station um, to yeah. to say or on a podcast to give you enough detail for you to, to convince you that you need to go and research this because it's real and and um it's scary it, and it's all about destroying the american uh, cent, uh, the american middle class because if they don't destroy the middle middle class of america uh, they can't have a new world order because America is too strong. So that's why the, the uh, and I'll, I'll call it, I don't care. I, that's why I call the pandemic planned, mm-hmm. uh, because it was planned. If you go back to Event 202, and you can look this up. I don't know whether we can put a link in the, in the, in the down, down the bottom. Yeah, event down 202 down in October of 20, um, um, 19, uh, 2019, it was... Um, an event held in I believe New York the attendees were um, Klaus Schwab, um, Bill Gates and a bucket load of others including fauci that were that were talking about a pandemic that might 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 be released on the world uh, this this is treason and and a lot of people just close their eyes because they think it's just um, conspiracy theory it's not conspiracy conspiracy theory go back to 2010 the same uh, people were, were talking about the release of a virus on the world that could destroy uh, the peoples of the world. Um, this is not um, make-believe. It's real. That's why the virus and, the, and the, uh, has suddenly disappeared off the horizon, because it's fake, And in my view. Now, I'm going to get pushback on mm. this. Sure.
1: Yeah, people have died of the COVID nineteen. I know but, people. What, but was who it
2: COVID nineteen or was it really a bad flu season?
1: Well, actually, I have a friend who uh, he was adopted to by some Choctaw Indians, and apparently, Choctaw Indians don't have very good genetics as far as immune systems go. And his entire family died: his mom, his dad, his uh, cousins, brothers, sister, and they all had this farm and when his parents died it was supposed to be split up amongst the family members unfortunately they all died within a very short span and he literally got the farm
2: you you know i I have a a view on our immune system and that is that god gave us an immune system that was designed to be exposed and to grow yeah and and to become even more more um, um, powerful against Viruses, and by 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 vaccinating everybody against every possible scenario It's horrible. We're taking away the, the the chance of our immune system from being becoming effective. And and why did why did the mainstream media and the Fauci's of this world and the, and the Bill Gates of this world and the World Economic Forum and the WHO just denounce ivermectin, saying it was a horse. Uh, um, um, vaccine or medicine no
1: Ivermectin doctors
2: uh, thousands upon thousands of doctors around the world have ratified that Ivermectin works yes and, it's, and so does hydroxychloroquine I think that was the main reason goodbye that, you too. that, that uh, yeah
0: we are on rumble so. <laughs> we're on
1: rumble so <laughs> yeah,
0: don't forget about rumble I, for the, <laughs> we for said the viewers the, uh, just go to rumble forbidden No, no
1: no we're already, expecting it we're, yeah
0: we're <laughs> we're there already
2: and i don't care to tell you
0: the truth. yeah no
1: no, no we, we don't know, care I'm either I'm, I'm, I'm no,
0: because the because the, those so-called vaccinations um they're they're there to bring our immune system down and to ruin our immune system it's like everybody gets a flu shot every year yeah. it you don't understand the the cabal and the people that are so deep into this they have so much hatred towards america and, and the people of America. And they know the, the liberal followers and the liberals, they, they know how uninformed they are. Yeah. So that's who they attack.
2: What, what I would like to know from, from uh, people is why is it that people like Trudeau, Macron, Merkel, the Australian Prime Minister, the New Zealand Prime Minister, um, all fell so quickly? to the requirements of the world economic forum and the world health organization and big pharma why did they fall so quickly well i i would uh, opine that maybe just maybe the world economic forum has something on them and and that's no different to why biden is doing what biden is mm-hmm. doing why the hunters are doing what hunter yeah, does I was just because say, yeah. because the, the deep state have something on them that can control them, and I would I would offer uh, a, a an opportunity for those that don't know about Klaus Schwab to do some research on Klaus Schwab, and and the Norwegian president of the same organisation, uh, <coughs> and just go back to 1972 to Klaus Schwab's potential leaders school, um, and uh, we could probably find that that link and put it in the, the link
1: below, yeah.
2: uh, yes. because it it tells you of all the world leaders. Who went to that leadership school, and I would suggest that maybe during their time at that school, there was enough help help um, put on them to hold them to do things that they wouldn't normally do, give up the sovereignty of their countries, for example. Yeah. You said Klaus Schwab, right? Klaus. Klaus. K L A U S Schwab S C W S S -S 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 C H.
1: you'll find it in the description of the rumble Rumble video because YouTube YouTube probably just killed us
0: I don't you know I'm at that point with this and how people just need to know this stuff um it's it's out there it's out there for everybody to know but I don't get a give a flying f anymore If we're off of YouTube, we're probably better off. Well, YouTube is going to go the
1: way of the dodo bird anyway. You can only censor everyone so much before you have censored yourself out of customers. And um, someone else will take its place. Just like MySpace disappeared one day and Facebook took over. And then Instagram came along and Facebook stocks started going (laughs) and... Uh, it's just going to go on like that forever. It's called evolution.
0: And it, and like what Malcolm was saying about, about the pandemic, we actually have another one uh, con- uh, construing in the mix right now. Uh, I, it's on our Instagram. I, I put it out for New California. It's called uh it says attention Californians Orange County Board of Supervisors holding emergency meeting without access to the public that emergency meeting was last week was to adopt a resolution for the supposed uprise of the RSV respiratory syncytial virus RSV is a common cold COVID-19 has COVID has been out for a long time that was considered a common cold uh, it was So they did that to determine a need for a local emergency. Los Angeles County is also looking into this, and this was before the election was coming up. But um, you guys can find that on Instagram. Please read through that. Um, but this is just another plan for them to put fear into the people. That's, that's what they want. They want us to be afraid of everything. They want us to be afraid of walking outside they want us to be afraid of the air um like all the greenhouse gas acts and all that good stuff but remember god always wins and uh we do see all your deceitful lies and motives and we are watching
1: yes and um covid is a very very old term COVID-19 and, uh, you can go on to YouTube or, or not YouTube, but the internet anywhere, Google, even if you want to go on Google, I just found it on Google. Um, and, uh, let's see if I can blow this up. and uh show you that um okay it doesn't want to let me do it i'm trying
0: sorry when when uh when you find i'm gonna let you look for it and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna ask malcolm because he knows this is this is something that just makes me cringe and uh, i know it makes malcolm cringe um here's here's a a question that a lot of people get misconstrued: a constitutional republic or democracy, and why does the mainstream media, including you know some of the people's favorite, you know they think it's the the right side. Not I'm not saying right side broadcasting. I love you guys, but uh, Fox News I, all day um. yesterday during the midterm, all I just kept hearing was democracy, democracy, democracy. Malcolm, how do you feel? Do you feel the same way as I do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, just talking about the f- people's favourite um, uh, uh, media, uh, you know, Fox News, and I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, Fox News uh, started to die when the two liberal progressive sons took over from Rupert Murdoch. Now, Rupert Murdoch comes from my hometown, Adelaide in South Australia, and um, and he was always a conservative and and his sons are as liberal as they come.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: So, so now, I, I don't know whether they're the board or whether they're uh. you know, the chair, deputy chairs or whether they've taken over the company completely, but that, they've driven the narrative for Fox News to go down the same pathway or the same hole as the fake mainstream media.
1: Oh,
0: I, I heard Disney owns part of Fox. Yeah. Well, I don't know there, about there, Fox there's, Business,
2: there's six, there's six corporations in the world that own all our media, all our media. So you can imagine, uh, how much uh, power they have, and Fox is one of those. And uh, and uh, now that um, uh, Fox is kind of headed up by by people that uh, uh, are on the same um, playbook as the fake mainstream media, Fox is going down the same path. And we saw it in two thousand sixteen, at on the night of the election, they called Arizona, with three percent of the vote counted in Arizona. They mm. called Arizona for for um, Biden. Now, the, the same organisation just today, um, or was it, um, today, a week ago, um, called Wisconsin, uh, so wouldn't call Wisconsin with Ron, um, Ron uh, Johnson. And he had 35,000 advantage over his opponent, and 99% of the vote counted, and they wouldn't call it. He had to wait for another couple of hours, but eventually they did. So uh, they are just as um, into the, the fake media as, as any other fake me, uh, mainstream media. Now, white democracy, they call it a democracy because what's a, the, 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 what governance has failed worldwide every time? Democracies.
1: Look at Venezuela.
2: You look at the uh, Democratic Republic of China. <laughs> you know, they are, they are socialists. And so they're, they're driving the narrative to get people used to the term. And, and I, too, when I go to a rally and I, a, 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 um, um, a candidate says, I'm going to, to um, D.C. to fix up our democracy, I, I call them out straight away. And I say, you're not going to D.C. to fix up our democracy. You're going to D.C. to represent the people of this constitutional republic. And they're almost embarrassed by that because they they suddenly realize that they have been caught up in the same narrative that everybody else has been caught up Mm -hmm. in. And we, we the people, have got to call them out every time. Call them out and say, no, you're not going to DC to fix up the democracy. You're going to DC to represent the people in a constitutional republic and to fix up the overbearing and overreaching uh, federal government on our states. The Tenth Amendment is clear. What's not given over to the states, uh, to the, con- uh, the federal government, is retained by the states. No, what's not given over to the states is retained by we, the people. And it's been inverted. Mm-hmm. So the, the federal government is now gigantic. You think about it, The five, I think it's over 5,000 agencies now in the federal government. Now, yeah. people say, but, oh, yeah, they can't make laws. They're only agencies to get stuff done. Well, they're the ones that write the laws for the, the legislature to pass, uh, same as the um, the, um Interest groups, the special interest groups, they write the le- the the legislation for the for the, for the uh, the, the, um, the the legislature. The uh, what do you call them? The special interest groups, the uh, lobbyist, the, the lobbyist groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are writing legislation. Who who wrote? Who wrote the uh, medical? Uh, what's called a bar-care? It wasn't the mm-hmm. legislature.
1: It was the insurance companies. It was medical the insurance companies.
2: It was healthcare. it was Kaiser insurance company. Yeah. It was Big Pharma. They wrote it. Now, do you think that they might have an interest in couching that legislation in a favourable favorable way for them? Really? Is that a question we should even ask? No. They are there for their own interests. And how do they get the legislature to agree with this? Well, it's called PACS. And and they they put a lot of money into those PACs, those special, uh, those... those, uh, um, uh,
1: Super PACs.
2: Super PACs to support their favorite candidate. The candidate that will vote for what they, what will benefit them. And that's been going on for decades. And sadly, if, 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 and I can't because I'm not (laughs) born here, but if I was to become president, the first thing I would do, I would ban lobbyists yeah, from which Trump Trump did he ban, he banned um, uh, Congressperson and senators from becoming being lobbyists for five years in an executive order, and of course that's been wiped out now, and that would um, kind of get rid of the, the the Congresspersons going from Congress straight into a, a, a lobbyist group,
0: right.
2: and and that's our problem. We've got people that are only there for their... Their own interests, not for the interests of we the people. And, and I, In, I think, a, yeah,
0: and I think a lot of the, the the people that support democracy, maybe they just haven't, you know, did their research with our history and what these forefathers wrote. I brought something up. Um, it's uh, what Thomas Jefferson said. Uh, we have to look at the Constitution. We have to make this very clear. I want to make this very clear to the viewers. The, the Constitution isn't a silver bullet to defeat. It was It's it's our guide. Um, on how to how to survive it and how to bring our country back to what they want it to be established as. Now there there's a lot of faults in the constitution. I uh, think you would agree on, but but, I'd like
2: that to be pointed out by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I I I didn't I
0: didn't mean a lot of faults. Uh, There there's a couple faults like with. Okay, maybe I yeah. worded that wrong. I don't want this to seem bad. I'm, <laughs> I don't I'm put on, on TV now. Well, what I what I'm thinking of is like with the whole Abraham Lincoln and slavery. They weren't. They didn't depict that because Abraham Lincoln had a very hard time to convince the people because of yeah. what the Constitution stated
2: on that. Can I can I address that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when that when they signed the Constitution in 1787, 17th of September 1787, they knew that. They didn't, wouldn't get the southern states on board if they insisted on slavery being defeated. They knew that there would come a time when they would either convince the south to give up slavery or would have to go to war. And that came to fruition in 1861 when they went to war, the mm-hmm. Civil War. And that Civil War was not about—it um, was at, at the local level. Not, not at the higher level because remember that the, the war was was funded Civil war was funded like World War one and World War two and Vietnam and, and other wars they were funded by the 13 families okay because they wanted that it's called the military industrial complex yeah so uh, at the local level it was about giving freedom to black Americans and of course in the north black Americans were already free
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay and um, so uh, they knew when they signed that constitution and when they wrote the, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, 14th Amendment, was it? 14th Amendment. Okay, no. Excuse and, me.
0: And I want to make this clear, though. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican and <laughs> the people resisting were Democrats. So okay. when you hear this on the news about uh, Republicans are are racist and all that
2: stuff. So the 14th Amendment is, is really important to understand And if if you don't mind, I'll just read. Yeah. Okay, uh, section one. All persons born or naturalized in the United States, including black Americans, (laughs) because they're persons, and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make a law or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or um, immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, and property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal uh, protection of the laws. Now that's the 14th Amendment. The Sixth Amendment is just as powerful about giving people due process in being heard in a court of law yes. and being shown what they've done wrong. Where are our congresspersons voicing their outrage about what's happened with the January 6th people who are still in prison right. without being tried?
1: And where is the outrage about someone like Nancy Pelosi who makes $210,000 a year with her salary? Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, plus the behind-the-scenes. Yeah, plus but all the <laughs> administrative.
1: She's worth inside. $135 million. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it wouldn't be anything to do with insider trading, would it?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe her husband has something to do with stocks, yeah. does he not? And hammers.
0: <laughs> he likes Excuse hammers the, for some that's reason. That's with transvestites and uh, transgenders. But
2: the bottom line <laughs> is, the concept the, the founding fathers knew that they would have to go through this process eventually, and even today we're still going through some of that process. But. Uh, this idea that we there should be reparations from 1800s? Really?
0: yeah,
2: Really? Well, where, where do we stop? Do we stop with the, the black Americans? Well,
1: the, with they, the they, Indians. They,
2: they, what about the Irish? I'm Irish. Yeah. Irish slaves? Yeah. yeah. yeah, the, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, I tell people especially, well, we were enslaved. We, we were all enslaved, okay? Then the dark ages, my ancestors were enslaved and it was horrible. Yeah. But, yeah, we're not seeking reparations from the Vatican or the the Catholic Church. And we took over America and we slaughtered all the Indians and we gave them really crappy land and called them reservations. We never gave them reparations. We let them build casinos and stuff, but that's uh, not uh, reparations. Uh, uh,
2: Dinesh D'Souza is just spot on on this. When he gets in a group, like a classroom group, and they say, oh, we did this to the Indians, we did that to the Indians, sure. And we should be apologised for what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Dinesh makes it quite clear. That was on that, the Hillary uh, movie. Yeah, and even, even in the Indians had slaves. They fought wars against and enslaved the people. The that people they who lost. Yes. Yeah. I mean, So where do you stop? Enough now. Let's get on with life and, and acknowledge yeah. our past. Say sorry and get on with life.
1: Yes. Or if 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 reparations is the way to go, then go look, we're not only three percent of white people, only three percent have ancestors who own plantations, who own slaves. So you're gonna charge everyone with the same amount of melanin in my skin money out of my paycheck to give to you to To spend on whatever you want to spend it on. Oh, you know, if if any kind of reparations were to be passed, I would say, hey, okay, you want reparations? Tell you what, all black folks, if you start a business, you don't have to pay taxes for the first 10 years. There's your reparations.
2: That's, that's an interesting uh, concept because I have the same concept for people that are here illegally, especially the... Um the um, baby, and not the baby boomers, the dreamers mm-hmm. who came here uh, or were born here with not their fault, and, and those people that came here illegally that have been here for 20 years. I, I don't agree with illegal immigration. I mean, I've spent the last 13 years trying to get my immigration sorted, and I'm, I'm now sorted. But just give them citizenship, but with a caveat that they can't vote. For two presidential cycles, so that this politics is taken out of that aspect. That's a good idea. Just, just get rid of the politics because at the moment, when when the two, the two uh, um, parties talk about repara- uh, reparations or citizenship or you know what are we going to do with the the uh, dreamers and the, those here illegally uh, that have been here and got businesses and all that sort of thing, what are we going to do? Well, we should uh, uh, give them citizenship. But what about the punishment for coming here illegally? There's got to be punishment. There's got to be something to, to hold these people to account and say to those that want to come here,
1: if you come here, you legal, come here there's going to be a little... You,
2: you're not going to be able to vote for two presidential elections. That's um, eight years. If Once you become a citizen, you've got eight years before you can vote.
1: I absolutely agree with that. and I'm sure you do too, oh, Austin.
2: 100 we, we just don't have the protection
0: anymore, especially here in Los Angeles County. I mean, I'm, I'm going to call them out, George Gascon, he, and and all these other crazy people that are supposed to be our leaders that are putting no leadership upon themselves. They're putting these administrations and all that other stuff, but yeah. Um, you know, uh, we're going to probably get a lot of flack on this subject because uh, just even touching on anything with with racism or not not being a black person.
1: Okay, you, first of all, you, I am married to a Mexican well, woman. Well
0: no no, no, no no, wait, because <laughs> because I've seen this already. I see it from even um, I have stories for my friends that are black at work. They get called racist because of they believe in a public idea. And they're being called racist from yeah, other
1: black people. By person. other black people, which is ridiculous. Yeah. A public
2: what I'm sorry, what public idea? No, because he believes in a republic okay. against their... And probably states. IDs for, yeah. for election. You know, when, when America supervisors and Australia supervisors overseas elections for uh, countries that are coming out of dictatorships, like mm-hmm. that, one of the things that the people have to prove is their identity. And they have to prove that they've only v- voted once. So the ink stain on their hands...
1: Yeah, like in Iraq.
2: And yet here we are in America... And we can't ask for a simple ID, which is required to get into a federal building, Mm -hmm. required to get on a plane, but not required to participate in the most important thing that the founding fathers gave us. And that is the right to vote in this great constitutional republic.
1: And they say it's racist because black people are afraid to go into the DMV because- Oh, really? I (laughs) don't, (laughs) don't, it makes no sense.
0: To they, me, at they're, all, they're, and, and they're you, fed. They're fed it off the
1: mainstream media.
0: That's and just. if you
2: ask a black person, uh, can you go? Do you know how to go to the DMV? That's an insult to them. Mm-hmm. It's an insult because they they are as competent as anybody. Yes, <laughs> you know, to understand how what a, what a what a ID is and mm-hmm. and what it is to present an ID to get into a federal building or into a. I mean, yeah, it's just crazy.
1: The only difference between a black person and a white person, like I showed you before, is if I took a black Sharpie and went like that on my skin, if you can see it on the camera, I went like that with a Sharpie and that little part of me is black. I'm black now, just right there. That is the only difference. What's up in here is the same. We all have the same experiences. And yeah, I mean, uh, some black folks say, well, I grew up in Inglewood, California, and it's a horrible place, and I had no choice but to become a gang member, and I was born, I was born in Inglewood, California in 1977. And I lived there until the eighties when the Crips and Bloods were making the biggest inner city gangster movies ever made like Colors and Don't Be a Menace to Society. I was living in the middle of Inglewood. Every New Year's, me and my brother would have to get underneath a table because during New Year's they'd be shooting AK-47s. The bullets would be coming through our roof and we're just kind of ducking. And we'd had to do that every year. You know, we could go on
0: and on forever on about this because it's such a touchy subject. But it's all from that agenda that comes from the cabal. Because you got to think about, uh, you got to think about George III, right, King George III. Mm-hmm. You got to understand the bloodline. The bloodline does go all the way back to King George III. So you sort of wonder. You go, hmm, did they still have? That much hate for us where it goes all the way that far back to where they're still trying to make a democracy and change everybody's minds and misconstrue them of what our founding fathers, the Liberty Sons, the Boston Tea Party, and all the other parties that were out there that went against them. Because I'm going to read what Thomas Jefferson says. We're going to follow up uh, in this segment about the democracy and republic and, and this and move on because we're running out of time but uh a democracy this is from thomas jefferson a democracy is nothing more than mob rule where 51 percent of the people may take away the rights of the for other 49 sort of sounds like uh, our election systems too and uh, everything else that we go through it's you get one vote but i get five more but it runs so deep it just the history uh, going back and
2: but, but that's why we have an electoral college <laughs> yeah it's an electoral college yeah. and that's why the the, the the left are so desperate to remove the current system and and uh, get rid of the electoral college because they know mm-hmm. that the electoral college can is is not a, a democratic system it it Part of the constitutional republic, where a congressperson or a elected the person elected to the electoral college, uh, oftentimes doesn't perform the will of the people, because it's it, it it it's about representing the best interests of the people in that state, not not the 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 interests, and that's the difference between a democracy and. a, a, a in, in simple terms, a constitutional republic because a democracy, as Jefferson says, and, and you see it in Venezuela, it, it's 50 plus 1. And what, uh, you've got 50% of the population want um, want um, bestiality to be uh, legal? Yeah. Really?
1: Pedophilia. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and again, you know, the, the, the left has pushed this idea that pedophilia is not as bad, it's just another sexual orientation. Why are they doing that? it's because they want to drive the narrative to lessen the impact when they get in control and introduce uh, this into our system it's, it's no different to the um, lgbt and i've got nothing against lgbt and, and i know a lot of people are really pissed with trans uh, uh, and pushing the trans reading in the in the libraries of the schools they, they are pissed I, I know many um, um people of, of, of alternate sexual orientation that are pissed that their sexual orientation is being used to divide this country.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, and I, I sort of want to go back onto that, that scripture I read from Romans. Um, I'm going to read what I wrote because it, it's funny how we even got into this because it's falling back, sort of, to what Scripture's what the scripture is saying. It's um, so s- some are not content to apply Romans because of the opinion or liberty, but they, um, they basically want to appeal to unity in doctrinal matters. But toleration for the use of instrumental music in worship, institutionalism, denominationalism, homosexuality, adultery, divorce, and remarriage, fellowship with false teachers, and much more has been advocated using Romans. Uh, unity and diversity, the belief and practice that we can defer in doctrine and uh, still be united in Christ um, with all this stuff and you hear you, you just hear all this stuff and, and uh, it's so sa- it's satanic and it's demonic and it's mm-hmm. everything that everybody falls into that trap of uh, Satan. It's, it's Satan way it's Satan way, man. It, yep. you know whether you believe in him or not, Satanics believe in them. Um,
1: you know. And we're not talking about all Democrats, okay? There are a lot of people who are left leaning or Democrats, and we are not saying that you worship Satan.
0: No, in but any what, I, way what I'm saying form. is you need to wake up a little bit because those churches that y- you're probably going to um, are just false teachers, anyways. Yeah.
2: Do you, do you know, what, when do I speak around this? The state in nevada and, and arizona and other places when i speak about american people i talk about uh, americans that love this country love their flag mm-hmm. and the the only difference between those that lean democrat and those that lean republican or conservative as opposed to uh, not so conservative is that one group of people believes in a, a alexander hamilton form of government mm-hmm. and others believe in a jefferson form Jefferson being small government and Alexander Hamilton being large government. So I talk about these people as they all love America. They just have a different understanding of what um, uh, what sort of government. But the difference between those people, the Americans, and the liberal progressive left is that the liberal progressive left hate America and they want to destroy America. They want to br- bring in socialism. They want to bring in communism. They want America middle class, to die. They want America to become part of the new world order.
1: And why do they think this is good? Because they are going to be saved and put on the protected rolls and and they're going to be the ones in charge of everything. Why? Why would they think, with all the evidence, all the historical things that have happened with communism, why would they think, this time, we're going to do it right?
2: Because... They aren't taught civics in school, for a start. That's true. uh, Because the mainstream media are owned by the six corporations that drive the narrative of the New World Order and the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. They are driving this. They are on the side of the cabal. They are on the side of of, uh, Big Pharma. They are on the side of um, global warming. And we could talk about global warming at length, mm-hmm. and the lies. I mean, you look at the top 10 global warming predictions of the 70s and the 80s, You know, uh, people saying we've got 10 years, leaders saying we've got 10 years to go. Um, yeah. And it's just crazy. So uh, that's for another subject. Yeah. I'm sure we could talk about that at length. Yeah. But, but they're not being taught the truth. They're being taught what the corporations want them to hear. That's why the corporations want to destroy small business. That's why... They come in and they buy up um, the ham- the hamburger shops, the the plumbing shops, and, and yeah,
1: during COVID, uh, the heck yeah, pennies yeah. Mm-hmm. on the dollar.
2: And, and that's why you, know, you could talk for at length about uh, opportunity zones. Why why did the left allow opportunity zones in Oregon? Uh, sorry, um, zones in Oregon and and other places in uh, uh, America be destroyed so that the small businesses could no longer afford to live because they weren't making any money sure. what happens then they leave and those that understand the opportunity zones come in and buy up the properties why do they buy up the properties so they can rent rent out uh, uh, make, make them into rental um, conglomerates and corporations and yeah it, it, it's just a big money game
0: yeah. they're just think thinking of uh worldly views there you know as christians we we, we have to think past what brought to this world we got to think about where we're actually going yeah. at the end of our lives but
2: uh, uh you if you want to know about opportunity zones look it up uh, it's very important to understand and then overlay um overlay who bought out those opportunities that those destroyed areas who were the the buyers of those areas just do an overlay and you'll see it's the Soruses, it's the Buffets, it's the Koch brothers, it's, it's um, uh, Big Pharma, it's it's the Bill Gates, they bought those Opportunity Zones. Now, in the old mm-hmm. days, we thought Opportunity Zones were gonna be developed so that cheap rent for mm-hmm. the people to come in, not the case. And for those that wanna learn about it, look up Opportunity Zones and uh, I can bring a paper on Opportunity Zones that was written by yeah. a, a very smart CPA uh, that i know and uh, she does presentations on opportunity zones and i can get that posted for you
0: awesome yeah That's we cool. gotta we gotta start in in this segment That time's already flying so fast and you know what we want you to become a regular now with us You're <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> you are able to answer
1: all the questions that yeah, we've been uh, like and, whoa. And,
0: and and you know to the viewers um We can't spoon feed you everything Um, it'd be impossible and and it just takes a little bit of dedication if you want to know more you know sort of look into it yourself because hey um this is america you have your own beliefs and that's your right to have your own beliefs but um you know take everything the mainstream media says to you like to heart but i i can't we can't spoon feed you we just can't do it and and uh, it
1: takes work yeah, and stop yeah. saying to yourself or other people, "There's nothing you could do about yeah. it," because you can do something about it. So, we made a podcast. Yeah. You don't. You can make a podcast. Yeah, you could do something. Success is not an elevator. It's one step at a time. One little step. So just like, just like with, because uh, we gotta, we gotta end this. Um,
0: we're gonna end this declaration reading, but just like what you said, it was one step at a time with our founding fathers to um, defeat the tyranny.
2: What was what, what Washington crisis. said to his troops uh, on um, in oh, 1776, great, 1776 yeah. when um, Christmas Day Eve on 1776, uh, the Battle of Trenton, when he we defeated the, uh, the Hessian line, which was the most tough mercenary group in the world at the time, give me 30 days. Give me 30 days. Of course, it didn't end in, uh, until uh, 19, uh, 1783. But yeah. but he he defeated the Hessian Lions, and the French then started supporting the Americans. The British said, who the hell is this Washington? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a great story. If you want to know about how determined Washington was and his troops were, just ha- have a read about the, the, the um, Battle of Trenton yeah. and, and the I, crossing of the Delaware.
0: And I truly believe... Uh, god was was protecting them all all the way until uh we we got freedom on july 4th Um, so let me end this with the declaration reading we're going to put it up on the screen for you so just read along with me In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war and peace, friends. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do, and for the support of the declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Amen. Signed Amen. by, uh, on behalf of Congress, John Hancock, President. Yeah. And um, thank you once again, Malcolm. Oh, my
1: yes man thank you so much <laughs> oh
0: and and to the viewers thank you for watching once again we're getting real deep now and we hope we're uh we're making you guys happy and you're learning something you, even if it's just a just a little bit of history and just in learning you know what's going on isn't right um sort of sort of look into it a little bit more get, get away from that mainstream media and uh yeah read your history do your research remember to like subscribe and ring that bell the liberty bell right there check out
1: our patreon man
0: our merchandise store link tree down below it's going to be easy for you to find everything and god bless you guys and god bless america and let your freedom speak amen